From the banks of the Avon, welcome to Black Sheep Rebranded, the place where you never have to worry about fitting in or being accepted. All are welcome. The voice for that black sheep in all of us is Rick Sherwood. Here, he shares his views on today's issues. Everything. Nothing is off limits. His insights come from not only his work as a psychotherapist, but also his many life experiences. Do you have something you want to hear his take on? Find us on Facebook, where Black Sheep Rebranded. Email Rebecca at rstherapygroup.com, Rick at rstherapygroup.com, or visit our website at blacksheeprebranded.ca. And now, here's Rick. I wonder what he'll talk about today. Good morning, folks. Welcome. Welcome to your Friday, and welcome to your Friday morning wrap-up. Uh, last week was our first version of this, and uh, Miss Rebecca took a toll at uh, getting on the microphone and doing her piece. This week, she has a bit of a cold, so despite the fact that what we're trying to do is you know, continually improve and, and, and change things up, we will not be hearing from Rebecca today. She is simply holding the box of Kleenex close by and running the soundboard doing her sound engineer stuff. She is not actually going to be talking today, so... That is sad for me, sad for you, but uh, we will do what we can do. So let's take a look at some of the news this week. We're, you know, we had a, our, our car bomb that uh, apparently it was an explosion uh, that uh, took out this car at the bridge. And I got to say, I've seen lots of car accidents in my life. I've never actually seen a car truly explode from a car accident. So it'll be interesting to see how they take this and spin it and what they do with it because, you know, originally, you know, it was a it was a terrorist act. It was something horrible. And then from there, it just evolved into, well, it was just a motor vehicle accident. Unfortunately, two people lost their lives. And it will be, again, interesting to see where all of this plays out. Uh, the news is an interesting beast, is it not? Um yeah, you know, there was a an accident back in the in the spring here in southern Ontario where an OPP, an on-duty OPP officer without its lights on, hit a bus, a school bus, and uh, hit the bus hard enough to actually dislodge the bus off the frame. And, uh, you know, investigation supposedly is underway, but will we ever hear about that? Nope. Uh, and there's all kinds of things that, that we just don't hear about. But let's talk a little bit about what we are seeing in the news uh, apparently, uh, one of the biggest icebergs ever to become uh, dispatched, uh, disconnected from uh, uh, a continent, is in Antarctica. And it has it detached from Antarctica, but just kind of bumped around the edge of it for uh, the last number of years, uh, approximately 30 of them. And now it apparently it has actually uh, moved free from uh, Antarctica and then is moving into traveled waters. And they estimate that it's about 400 meters deep into the water. So for anybody who's doing some math, that would be like 1,300 feet. Uh, that's an awful long ways into the water. That's going to be a lot of water that's uh, going to get added to uh, to our uh, our global our global footprint of water. Hamas. You know, all the stuff going on in Israel. You know, we're, we're seeing tunnels. We're seeing, you know, some of the stuff that they talked about. But again, you know, what are we actually seeing? We, we don't know for sure. You know, we're seeing world leaders who are saying we want to end the, the war in Ukraine. 
And yet we're seeing world governments all over who are spending more and more money on uh, military budgets, military um, uh, resupplying of their own nations, uh, more so than since the 70s or since the, the Second World War. Here in Canada, uh, the wisdom of our uh, appointed members of Parliament, apparently we don't need a military. And so they're slashing the budget a little bit more. And I have no idea how or why they figured that this is a great idea. Um, again, it's uh, you look around and, and I'm and I'm at a true loss. Now, on the flip side of this, um, interesting uh, news out of uh, out of Asia. Uh, people who were ordered to work in brothels, uh, Koreans and uh, others who worked in as prostitutes for the Japanese uh, when when the Japanese went there during the Second World War uh, are being acknowledged by the J Japanese government as being victims of war crimes and victims of uh, heinous things that should have never happened. And so it's, again, it's an interesting world that we're living in because we're living in, in, in such disconnected and, and disjointed bits of reality, right? So again, we're, we're, we're going back to uh, what would be a, a simple way of saying this. We're, we're, we're going back in towards Cold War type mentalities. And this is a stress for people because, well, everybody wants peace. Everybody wants harmony. Everybody wants to get along. And yet, you know, again, in this this world, and I see it in in relationships, and and I I asked this example uh, this week. Um, I was talking to to uh, uh, a lady about her her partner, and she was telling me how how he was a wonderful human being, and yet all the nasty things that he does. And I asked her, I said, did did Adolf Hitler love the German people? And she looked at me and she said. Well, what do you mean? And I said, no, no, seriously, it's a simple question. She said, well, that's that's a completely ridiculous comparison. I said, well, why is it? Why is it a ri ridiculous comparison? Adolf Hitler loved his people. He loved Germany. That's why he was, we're going to be the Aryan race. We are the going to be the best of the best. We are going to sur surpass all others. We are going to build the Third Reich that will last for millennia. These are the things we're going to do because we are Germans. He loved the people. Unfortunately, he loved himself more than the people, and so therefore he sent so many of them to, to death in war. If he actually loved his people as much as he loved himself, he would have kept them all safe. And so, unfortunately, in relationships, these are the things that we're seeing. And we're seeing this type of mentality around the world, where people are going, I love you, I love you, you, you please, come, come but I'm not going to keep you safe. I'm going to send you off to war. I'm going to send you to blow yourself. I'm going to do whatever it is I'm going to do. And so again, we are seeing all of these, these, these struggles around the world. And we're seeing the financial struggles. And we are, we are living in a time that we have the, the, te the technological knowledge and, and the, the insight at our fingertips with smartphones. And we seem to be the most disjointed that we've ever been as, as a society en masse. Why do I say that? Well, again, let's just look around. A major catastrophe could wipe out Canada's $232 billion insurance industry. 
I think that that's ironic that they would need to post that because that would be a bit of a given. You know, when you look at some of the cities that have burnt down, when you see some of the municipalities that have been destroyed in the U.S., in Canada and other places around the world, when you see all of the, the destruction from hurricanes and so on, and they say, could it be? Absolutely. And so, again, we're living in this time where we think we can do what we want. We can think the status quo is going to be there. But we ignore the fact that this is a living planet and this planet is going to be changing and it's going to change whether we want it to or not. And so if you look at right now uh, in, in Iceland, right now they, they've got a volcano. It's creating fissures in the ground. It's creating upheaval. It's making people wonder and worry what's going to happen. Well, folks, that's that's the reality. So if we're going to build on a volcano, we have to be willing to understand that perhaps what we need to do is we need to build infrastructure that isn't quite as bolted down to the to the Mother Earth as, as it has been in the past. And we need to change that. We need to change our philosophies on how and why we're doing what we're doing. We look around Middle East. Egypt, President says, future Palestine state could be demilitarized. Well, wouldn't that be wonderful? Wouldn't it be wonderful if we could just demilitarize the entire planet so that we were taking the same money, the same budgets, the same ideas, and we could go out there and, and put the world in a better place? There was another beautiful headline news earlier this week about the International Space Station that Supposedly, they were going to spend a ton of money to destroy it. I, I don't understand why. They say, well, you know, it's coming to the end of its life cycle. Again, I'm, I'm sitting there and I, I don't understand why. Why is it that we can have ships that travel the ocean? Why is it we have submarines that can travel the ocean? And why is it that we can have airplanes that travel for, for decades longer than the International Space Station, and they continue to do. And people are going to say, well, Rick, it's, it's more complicated than that. Well, an airplane, if we go back to the Aloha Airlines crash uh, back 30 years ago or more, uh, when it blew the top off that one section of fuselage, uh, it did that because of the, the duty cycle of those planes. So when the plane goes up to, to uh, its, its transit flight, uh, between islands, which those Aloha Airlines planes were doing, every single one of those duty cycles expands the, the aluminum and then shrinks the aluminum, expands it. And it's because of the pressurization from inside the cabin so that people would be at sea level. So you go up where there's less air, less atmospheric pressure. So then they would they would actually pressurize the cabin. And when they pressurize the cabin, that's so that we can breathe, we can be more comfortable. We're closer to sea level in, in, uh, in reality inside uh, from a pressure standpoint, an oxygen standpoint, and that duty cycle of expansion, contraction, expansion, and contraction. That's one of the things that, that caused that submarine to, to implode, they believe, uh, uh, that was going down to the Titanic this year. When we look around, yeah, things have a duty cycle, but I'm looking at the space station and I'm going, all the solar panels that are connected, it, they actually have lived their if if they can't actually keep generating electricity, then why are we putting solar panels up everywhere here? Why can't they be taken and moved? Oh, the cost would be too high. The cost, the cost, the cost. 
Okay, but why aren't we spending the time, money, and energy to look for solutions instead of looking for, no, we just need to blow it up? We as a species, we as a, as a, as a, as a, like I said, a, a species on this planet, we have incredible abilities to build, to create, to formulate. Uh, I've got a driver who hauls rock from up in northern Ontario down to Milton, uh, to a plant in Milton that makes insulations called rock wool. Rock wool. And what they do is they actually take this rock, truly it is rock, and they, they put it through a process and turn it into a fiber and turn it into this rock wool. Well, who would have ever thought to take a rock, heat it up, and you can now make insulation out of it? People. Again, we are incredible. But it wouldn't it be nice, again, if it, just as I said last Friday, and I'm going to say it again this week, wouldn't it be lovely to go look for a little bit of good news, a little bit of wonderful things? And one of the, 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 the sad, sad things that happens is we end up, constantly being told that what we need is more of. What we need is less of. We need to drive less, but we need to buy more because buying keeps capitalism of the economy going. But we need to spend less on gasoline because we're destroying the planet. And so we need to buy more televisions made of plastic. But, and again, these are the mixed signals that we are getting all the time. And so one of the things that I'm encouraging y'all to do is when you go looking through your news feed, your news feed is feeding you what you are looking for. I did a podcast quite a while ago and I talked about uh, Google and how I had Google from one device and Google from another device give me very different information up front. And it's because of how I use those devices. And it's very interesting but it's also the algorithms that are, are in the background looking for how and why you get the information you get. And so by and large, Google's confused when it comes to me because I will sit here and I will have somebody who will you know talk to me about whatever and we will go looking for things on the internet to talk about, like to validate or invalidate what's being said. And so it doesn't know if I'm a female, if I'm a male. It doesn't know if I'm old, if I'm young. It doesn't know if I'm gay, if I'm straight. It doesn't know anything. And so I get this weird kaleidoscope of different news on different devices based on how I use them. I encourage each of you to try to confuse Google about who you are. So if you're into macrame, every once in a while just... Google welding projects or blown glass or playing backgammon just every once in a while. And you will watch that the feed that comes to you changes. And so when it comes to the news, again, the one device that I go looking for positivity on gives me lots more positive news. Find the best Black Friday deals on laptops. There's a hostage deal and the, the, the ceasefire. Best Black Friday fitness deals. Best Roma for, for vacuuming up your house. Nordstrom sales have finally arrived. All kinds of good, feel good, 
the things that are going on in the world for shopping, for the newest technologies. Here's one about uh, uh, robots that are, are further developing and adopting and being taught how to do menial tasks around the home. That's uh, an article out of Japan. All of these things are being fed to us, and we need to understand and we need to recognize that what's happening is these stories. I, I, again, Black Friday is, is huge because, again, I, I do go shopping and I do go, I don't necessarily shop online, but I do go looking and do comparison pricing and so on. And, and again, these are the news feeds that I'm getting. So on ABC News, this is, this is what's getting. If I go to the National Post, again, it talks about the peace coming to Hamas, the peace coming to, to Middle East. I don't, I'm not getting feeds. I'm getting stories specifically geared towards what I've been looking for. So think about that. Think about what it is that you're looking for. I want knowledge. I want technology. I want to find the best of humanity. I do get the odd bit of bad news. And I do get the over-sensationalization of it. I've said this again back in, the, in uh, September after the London Air Show one night went, went to a McDonald's drive-thru just had a hunkering for some fries and uh, and a drink for the drive home. And a lady working there was from the Ukraine. Um, and I said, oh, my word, it's so sad what's going on there. She said, don't believe everything in the news. I was just there for three weeks. And I was like, what? She says, yeah, yeah. I went back to see my family for three weeks. And uh, yeah, I had a lovely time. And Are bad things happening in the world? Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. But keep in mind, folks, that we are the front runner for what is being fed to us. And we are the front runner for what it is that we tune into, what stories we click on, what it is that's happening. We. There's always going to be the story Again, National Post headline, Liberals and Conservatives Clash Over Future Canada-Ukraine Trade Deal. Of course, there's always going to be the government, because everybody wants to say we have the right side of this story. We have the right idea of what's going on. The other party shouldn't be in power. We should be in power. When we look around, again, do me a favor. Take some time. And I mean truly, take some time to look around and go, i got to pump the brakes here. Rainbow Bridge reopens after that, that car explosion a couple days ago. Again, it wasn't, they keep wanting to call it an explosion. I'm going to say the, the, the car caught fire and something happened. Um, but was it terrorism? Apparently not. One of the things that I, uh, I see here is a headline for CTV News. Canadians likely to reduce gift-giving, less likely to cut charitable donations amid inflation, survey shows. Interestingly, had a beautiful conversation with somebody this week about Christmas and the spirit of Christmas. 
And I think a lot more people are trying to take the time to go, what is Christmas about? And again, in the spirit of, of Rebecca and Sherry, one of the things that they're doing in the stained glass that they're learning is they're trying to take and they're saying to somebody, can I make you something? And so Rebecca has reached out to her family and each of her sisters has said, this is what I want. You know, this would be an idea. This would be an idea for my for your niece. This would be an idea. And so she's taking those and then she's, you know, not making exactly what they sent. Because why do that? Because you want to have it a bit of your own creativity about what it is that you're going to send and what you're going to make and how much time you have. Do these things for Christmas. The headlines about we're, we're going to spend less. Quite honestly, most people should be spending less. Most people don't have the money that they think that they have to spend it on Christmas. So take that time. Take that time to truly, truly take a deep breath. It's not the number of gifts under the tree, folks. It's the love and the conviction behind the gift. Did the person actually put in effort to know who I am? 56 I am. I look back, 56 years. And I remember one year, years ago, I got a sweatshirt. We were drawing names. And I got a sweatshirt for Christmas. There was, you know, dollar limits and there was all the stuff that went with what was supposed to happen. And I remember getting this gift thinking to myself, this person has no idea who I am. I I rarely wear, wear sweatshirts and stuff like that. And if I do, it has to have meaning for me, right? So it has to be from somewhere or something that I really want. And then on top of that, I need it to um, be something with conviction. And I mean that again as well. It needs to be something with some sort of conviction. So from the news, have some conviction. Don't click on every story. Look around. Look for the stuff that you're truly interested in. Take the time to become informed, but don't become over-informed or buried in this stuff. Just don't. There's no need for it. But what we do need to do is also become engaged with the people that are so important around us. And so that first level of engagement is a level of engagement, engagement with yourself. You're a beautiful human being. You have a beautiful soul. Not everyone's going to agree. Not everyone's going to think that. But you have to be the first person to think it, and you have to be the first person to stop and think that if the only thing that I'm going to feed myself is junk food, I'm likely not going to live a healthy life. And if the only thing I'm going to feed myself is news about things and topics and so on that are meant to sensationalize versus what I actually need to know, you're likely not going to be very happy. So y'all take your time, enjoy the week, enjoy your weekend. I look forward to chatting again on Monday. I wish everybody a beautiful weekend. And not only do I wish everyone a beautiful weekend, but I also wish everyone a very, very happy Thanksgiving in the United States of America that are listening. And, and hopefully everyone got their fill of uh, turkey yesterday for uh, their Thanksgiving. Take care, folks. We'll chat soon. Hey, folks, it's Rick Sherwood here from Black Sheep Rebranded. 
And again, thank you very much for tuning in and listening to the podcast. Again, we really appreciate your input. We uh, really enjoy receiving emails and messages uh, and feedback on what you'd like to hear, what you think of the podcast, what we're doing good, what we're not doing good, the things that you'd like to see change. We do appreciate all that feedback. Keep in mind, all of this stuff, um, all of the ideas that are being put out are the, the property of uh, Black Sheep Rebranded. And uh, the ideas that we're putting out are not intended to replace psychotherapy. They're, they are educational, and they are educational to help you cost-effectively stop and think about your life in a different way. And so from everyone here at Black Sheep Rebranded, have yourself an absolutely wonderful day. And again, please... Please do not hesitate to reach out to us if you're in need. If you want to talk about something, uh, you can reach out to Rebecca at rstherapygroup.com or you can reach out to myself, Rick, at rstherapygroup.com. And uh, either one of us would be more than happy to to take your your email, take your message, send it in the right direction if we can't help you out. Uh, And if there's something we can do, we definitely will get, get back to you. And it is our pleasure to be here uh, doing what we're doing and uh, to encourage you all to have yourself a little bit better life and a little bit better day. So again, from everybody here at Black Sheep Rebranded, have yourself a wonderful day and uh, yeah, stay safe.